Every day was arthritis awareness day for me until my mom died. This is level 141, the Overgeek League Games. That's right, we are back. We're back with the number one video game podcast on the Geekscape.network. We're we're loud, we're proud, we're out there, we're advertiser friendly, we're not incendiary on the Geekscape Games podcast. I'm your host, Shane O'Hare, and I'm joined with my good friend, Dignitary Derek. Uh, <clears throat> you're much less of an asshole in this version of the intro, just so you know. Yeah. And I'm also joined with Justice Josh. A lot less incendiary in the second go-around. Yeah. And we have Miss <laughs> Courtney Dossett, where the C stands for cross-promotion. You guys are making this so hard for me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, <clears throat> yeah, we have guests today for the, like, I think this is the first time we've had someone, oh, we had Matt. But uh, we have guests from the Overly podcast. We have Meridon and A Toxic Fatality. Hey. Hey, what's going on? Our third lady on Geekscape. Congratulations. Ooh. Breaking that, that uh, glass ceiling. Um, We're stomping uh, barriers. I'm, I'm... We aim pretty low. We, we aim pretty low around these parts. <laughs> I mean, Whoa. it's 20 fucking 18. We've had three women That's on the podcast that, now. Pretty low as in there's like... Like you're the third wi- woman, as Courtney said. <laughs> the like, third women. You almost said third women. <laughs> you're the third we need, women. We need more girls in gaming. It's that is not what I did. Okay. I more girls in gaming. That's what Derek is trying to say. We're trying okay. to be better. Boss okay. gamer girl. This is, this, you guys are making it weird. Let's just go. Let's just keep going. Oh, oh man, you are in no. for a hoot tonight because it's all about oh. weird. Oh, I I know. I, I, listened, <laughs> I listened to some episodes. Unfortunately, I'm... time to level up. No. Um, uh, in case uh, the longtime Geekscape uh, games listeners aren't familiar, uh, these two lovely new voices are the co-hosts of the Overleague show on the Geekscape.network. It's all about Overwatch, and um, it's kind of like an ESPN, like Sports Center, like breakdown of the uh, of, you know the Overwatch community, the Overwatch scene, um, the Overwatch League, which is like my new my new like my new passion. I fucking love the overwatch league um so <laughs> yes we have meridon and toxic from our sister so shish 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 sister show sister show and uh we um are honored to have you two on well thank you i'm yeah. happy to be here yeah thank you for having us so i need i need uh an unfettered off-the-cuff review of the geekscape games podcast as a listener then breaking through be a co-host what can you repeat the question i just i just i just want to i mean i mean what do you think of the geekscape games podcast uh i i like how casual it is it's sort of informal like i don't know i found myself laughing and sometimes my 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 coworkers don't get to see me smile or be happy too often so oh. when they when they got to see me like laugh like sort of in my cube they're like oh that must be good no. it's like something's wrong yeah, <laughs> now you're this isn't normal around. why is she happy so yeah um yeah cool. i usually scare my coworkers too 
because I'll, I'll be like doing some working, having it play in the background, and uh, and and you Shane will say something just completely crazy, and I'll just crack the hell up laughing. I was talk, I was, I was, uh, I was cracking up and said before about the uh, the cummy thing, oh, <laughs> and when I heard that, oh, I I just, oh my gosh, I was like crying. That reminded me, um, someone went to uh, uh, Japan recently. One of you guys, yeah, that was me. Yeah. I've been to Japan too, and it reminded me of a story when I was over there. I was walking down a street, and there was all of a sudden like a huge condom shop, like in the middle of the street. It was called Condominium. It was, oh, it was perfect. It's like a dancing condom on the front, and like yeah, it was just I don't know. It just reminded me of that that, that whole episode. That's hilarious. That's hilarious. <laughs> I mean, if there's one thing I think about when I'm thinking of Japan, that's probably up there. What the condoms up there? Yeah. Well, get it out. <laughs> Well, yeah, no. try do what you can. You have to be, but you have to be careful on foreign soil. Oh my god! Um, the uh, never mind that. That was an old. I was about to make an old geek drone story about funnel fish. Do you remember funnel fish, Josh? No. Oh yeah, shouts out. Fish that swims up your dick. No, no, no. We had a, a member of the old Geek Drome, um message boards, the one by the username Funnelfish, because John mentioned a clip from an adult Japanese video that was circling the internet where a woman took a funnel and put a bunch of eels in the funnel. No. And then put the... We're done. Nope. You don't have to go any farther. That's... Nope. I may or may not have seen that. Oh, yeah. You, oh you have. You've seen it. <laughs> I, I guarantee. I guarantee. Fuck. Yeah. That's so, disgusting. It's, it's disgusting. So, um, this, disgusting. this, this, this is the Overgeek League games, the, the cross promotion, the amalgamation, the incestuous production. No, nope. um, no, nope. start over. So, again. so, uh, uh, podcast, like Geekscape Games episode one. <laughs> Oh, and, uh, and digital dignitary Derek is in fact doing this live on remote in his car while he's commuting home from work. Uh, so he is um, uh, probably the most uh, diligent, di- digital dignitary diligent Derek uh, doing this while commuting. Um, your country is proud of you. Thanks for risking your life. Pretty stormy right now, so hopefully you guys don't hear me die. <laughs> that would be fucking just keep- terrible, Derek. That's not even funny. That would be great content. See, oh I was going to say, keep it on mute. <laughs> you guys like, like, you guys would go like super viral though, probably. So yeah. Like, we get a lot of hits. For the hits, Logan Paul style. It'd be like that one guy who streamed his uh, crashing into the earth, uh, like, skydiving, and he just sort of splatted. (laughs) Anyway. (laughs) Um, So, uh, I would like to... Uh, ask you two a few questions. Um, you, you're huge Overwatch fans, and obviously, uh, that's a stupid fucking question. Uh, uh, yeah, good job. What? Um, so tell us what is Overwatch? <laughs> <laughs> I've never heard of this game. We never talk about it ever. You, it's it's a game. It's a game. It's a you know. game. <laughs> so it's, we're being really, really sarcastic. It's fine. <laughs> Why? Yeah, I get it. <laughs> okay. Why Overwatch? What what was what was a special spark for from this game that you thought you two uh like, hey, you know, we need to start a podcast for this. What was what was this game what was different about this game than all the other games that you've played together uh in the past? Uh Maradon, I don't think we've played any other games together. No, um, <laughs> this is to- the only game. <laughs> yeah, Toxic Toxic and I met through a gaming clan that we were um involved in and um we just really enjoyed playing the game together. 
and we've always kind of been pretty i don't know i don't i wouldn't say like hardcore but we took we the wanted... game pretty seriously like we wanted um a yeah. good competitive team in this clan that we were in and um we end up you know separating from from this team but you know we kept our friendship for our friendship alive and we played Overwatch from time to time together. Yeah, we always had like higher aspirations for what we wanted to like involve ourselves in with like the community. So at one point, um, Meridon asked if I wanted to start our own clan where we would have like more competitive mindset. And I was like, yeah, sure. And then I just sort of started my own thing without him. <laughs> and then, uh, yeah. Um, and then, uh, and then Overwatch League started, and I, I think you just like messaged me. And you're like, you want to start a podcast? And I was like, sure. And then that, that thing, I did not abandon you on. So, <laughs> I, uh, I've uh, always kind of been into podcasting in a way. I had like two small podcasts. My gaming community, I used to run Mid Atlantic Gaming, which I still go under uh, on Twitter. And I did a uh, Philadelphia Flyers one with my cousin for a little bit and I enjoyed it and but they kind of like fell through and I seen like I was super hyped for Overwatch League just because I've loved Overwatch since since release since it came out and before just watching the people play the beta. So I was figuring it would be a, a really interesting, fun podcast to do. I mean, I yeah, and I oh, go ahead. Oh, sorry. No, oh, I was just going to say. <laughs> and, right. I, and I can mean it unsarcastically this time. I, I can only I, I only half mean it with Josh because of casual cross dressing. I don't remember what I was going to say anymore. <laughs> that just completely blew the thought out of my brain. Yes. Welcome to the Geekscape Games I, podcast. <laughs> I just I really liked Overwatch and I just wanted to do things with it. Like yeah, content create, and so this was like a this was a good opportunity, and like we put this together really fast, right, Maridon? We only had like a couple weeks. Yeah, we probably organized things within two and a half, three weeks max. Damn. Yeah. And that was insane because we do our first podcast before the preseason, which was in December. And so, yeah, we only had like a couple weeks to do it. And so I did the logo and then I found Max Brown, who did our, our intro song, which is really awesome. And it's Liddy. I like yeah, it. and we just—I mean, we went from there. It kind of fell together like super fast. Um, yeah, we just we worked collaboratively on that, like married on social media setup and that sort of thing. We just—I don't know—just worked together pretty well, I think. Yeah, well, yeah. I, I do have to give you props. It is—it is like <laughs> the, the like the perfect amalgamation of like those like talking head sports shows and like deconstructions with your own like uh side betting or i guess betting where you have your picks and everything um very very impressed with uh the quality of product you have um so i'm like yeah I'm, I'm a little bit jealous i'm a little bit jealous yeah. <laughs> i mean i play i mean i play a lot of overwatch on ps4 and like listening to you guys talk about it it was like on a whole nother level i was like i wouldn't even begin to like not 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 necessarily like understand but i wouldn't even know how to present it this way and i thought i was into the game so i thought i was really impressed by the show thank you well so, thanks if you're listening live or at home on your pod listener uh, uh pilot gross um go check out uh the overwatch league on geekscape.net they're on soundcloud they're all over the place so go support the family it's just a yeah just a minor correction it's the over league overwatch league is its own thing <laughs> so GG. yeah, yeah. over league <laughs> we have the official overwatch league podcast sponsored by <laughs> 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 oh man 
Um, and I've, I've done that before <laughs> on the pod. I'm like, we're the Overwatch League. Actually, no, we're just the Over League. <laughs> um, so, Courtney, you have a, a question for the dynamic duo. Is this one I'm getting shit for? Yeah. Great. <laughs> so, okay. Before I get shit for this, no. I want to preface this with... No, shut the fuck up. I want to preface this. <laughs> preface this with shut the fuck up. <laughs> so my introduction to esports was with League of Legends, which is a terrible, toxic community. But I did really enjoy watching... Hey, be like, nice to our guest. <laughs> League of Legends? A terrible, toxic... toxic. Me. Oh, well, you know, it's fine. You're different. You're a good toxic. Thanks. Um, toxic lives matter. <laughs> Like, like, uh, like arsenic. Um, but like, I, like when I watched, and it could be that laws changed because it's been a long time since I watched it. But when I initially started getting in esports and watching them, it was a set roster of six people on a team and they didn't sub anybody out and they didn't really have backups. And if they did, it was like, so-and-so went to the hospital and they're not coming back for six months. So we got some dude to come cover for him while he's out. But I've noticed that most of the Overwatch League teams have bigger rosters with more people that they sub in and out all the time. Is there like a strategy to that? To have that? Is that more typical now with esports, or like is there something about Overwatch that lets them do that more easily? And then before you answer, yeah. before you answer, uh, before you answer, <laughs> I'm ready for th- I'm ready for this question. Um. So so Courtney. Yeah. Why? Uh. What, what, what's your favorite hockey team? They don't exist anymore. What was Thanks your favorite hockey team? Finding- How can the Alaska Aces have so many people on their team if there's only six players now on? They don't have any on the rink at a time. You're trying to dodge the roast, and I even I even <laughs> let you know the roast coming, and that is all I know. dodge. So That's how I'm doing it. Is is League of Legends didn't do that, and it's esports. So why do they do that with this sport? And is there like an advantage or something different that would let them do that? Because I mean, yeah. it's like a MOBA esque game, and and League of Legends is a MOBA. Yeah, it, yeah, it, it definitely has validity. So, um, this second part of your question, like why Overwatch has large rosters, like I can answer that super easily. That first part of your question, like why other esports such as League of Legends doesn't uh do the same thing i had to research a little bit oh you and yeah yeah i i i like i talked to some people who like follow the scene because i do not (laughs) um and you need to run this show from now on you're way more prepared than i'll ever be quit oh i I mean i i put in notes and stuff i mean like you're amazing i'm so excited for these answers i'm gonna gonna put my i'm gonna put the original intro we recorded first and that's my resignation letter <laughs> like toxic talk. Toxic talk. No, okay. Anyway. Um. Uh. Okay. So. Okay. So the thing I I I can't really speak for League of Legends because I don't know that much about it. But let's take Dota and CS:GO for example. So those are both run by Valve, and they have very specific rules about when your roster locks in and how you register your team and how to sub people. So. It doesn't seem like they really have any sort of, uh, they sort of discourage subbing. And it is in extreme cases where someone is literally like shouting vegetables or like dying (laughs) or something. And like they can't, they literally can't even sit at a computer. So usually at that point they get like a free agent or someone to come and sub in for them. However, it actually counts against their points. There's a person, there's, um... There's a certain amount of points that they get um, in in Dota 
specifically um and if they have yes so if you play with at least four of your registered players in the qualifier and all five of your registered players in the land portion of the event there is no penalty but if you have any sort of like substitute for that then you can get like less points like 75 percent of the points or 50 percent of the points um in all other cases all players are in 25 i don't know whatever <laughs> those that doesn't fucking matter but so it's really highly discouraged in dota and i'm assuming csgo because they're run by the same person um that it's you just you you set you register with your team and that roster is locked and you stick to it and um i don't know i i get they've had a pretty good model for that it's been pretty successful so and the other thing they have to consider is that there's lots of like third party sort of tournaments that can exist with these these games, League of Legends, Dota, and CS:GO. There's lots of little third parties. There's like the, I learned all about Dota today. Um, <laughs> I don't I don't necessarily know if I liked it, but uh, you have like little minors, and then you have majors, and then those are run by a third party, and it's sort of valve sort of helps them and then valve does a huge international thing, inviting you depending on how well you did and and those majors, minors, whatever. So. Um, there's a lot of, like, third-party things. That doesn't happen, really, with Blizzard. Like, Apex was probably the biggest third-party, I suppose, and that, that tournament folded. And I think there's a lot of reasons for that. Um, Blizzard has, like, a really strict licensing for how you run their tournaments on any of their franchises really, and you have to yeah you have to go through like an application process and it's expensive and that sort of thing and it's so stupid it kind of is because <laughs> it, it's restrictive of you know some there's some communities that have like a lot of talent that are smaller that can't pay for it yeah. that could potentially push talent up through open div through contenders all the way into academy teams but they're kind of restricted they're kind of restricting it. They're, they're choking it off at because of that like, financial sort of uh, restrictions and that sort of thing. Um, I think in general, though, Blizzard's really encouraging with the community. I think it's where if you're like making money off the tournament, that's where they get kind of pissy with it. So, um, but otherwise, they're pretty encouraging for people to, you know, do like things um, with their game. Now, so. there's there's been a couple instances of, of some players recently violating the like the uh, the Overwatch League like code of ethics, sensibly. Yep. Um, Is that when they pick Torbjorn? <laughs> <laughs> no, um, the. The the London Spitfire player that flipped off the camera, and then uh, the guy from Dallas who, um, yeah, I didn't hear about the Spitfire guy. Yeah, he totally flipped off the camera. I seen the seen the picture and cracked up laughing. I think they find him like two grand. It yeah. was great. It, I mean, XQC is kind of a bastard. Like this was just funny. <laughs> oh, um, I'm gonna have. Have to send didn't that they to say me. something like they yeah. didn't? He didn't know that the camera was like actually feeding or something, and so mm -hmm. he was just messing around. Oh, that's I what mean, they meant. Yeah, oh. it was. Yeah, I mean, isn't the camera on him at all times though? Yes, but yeah. yes. Oh, okay. Because the other night I was watching, and they're like, "Yeah, now he knows that they're rolling," and I was like, "What did he do? Pick his nose?" But <laughs> <I guess> he... <laughs> Mickey, Mickey, 
Mickey from Dallas Fuel totally picked his nose yesterday when they were like uh, focusing on him, and I cracked up laughing. Dude, sometimes yeah. you just gotta get it out. I think we yeah, found her stare. I think we found her stare. I think we just found her stare. Think... <laughs> Do they? No, and like for the. I know that a lot of the pros for League of Legends actually have like coaches yep. on how to deal with being in the public eye and like oh, how to yeah. dress properly and not be like yeah. a regular guy who gets by his computer playing Overwatch all day. Um, yeah. Do they do that too for Overwatch? Um, it's pretty. I, I feel like coaches. Yeah, they need to get media trained. I think they're getting a little bit more familiar with it. Um, I know that if you go back to like preseason and watch some of the interviews, like they're kind of adorably awkward and shy. Um, <laughs> I'm, you know, with the fines and stuff, I'm sure their coaches and like having the threat of being banned and stuff um i'm sure their actual coaches are probably telling them you know don't be a dickhead in front of yeah. people but um yes i mean i think it's just gonna take experience like they're just gonna have to get used to talking to you know the the casters and stuff and being this isn't something that's normal i think for a lot of gamers so yeah. oh and i need to um because i will obsess about this until i answer your question i need to answer the second part of your your question oh, why yes. why does overwatch have large rosters so my my whole point for talking about like how valve runs it is that they have a different rule set for how rosters are locked and and registered that sort of thing so blizzard is running overwatch league and so they said you guys can have up to 12 uh members on your roster and um, then I th I th I'm assuming that roster is locked throughout the season. So, and then the reason why they do that is it's a pretty good way to uh, effectively build a team because you have lots of different players that have different like abilities and hero pools. And then you can run those players for specific things, for specific strategies, maps, and that sort of thing. And then also another thing to consider is that a lot of these, a lot of the teams picked up like pre-made people, like as like either like whole teams, like when in Spitfire basically picked up two teams. What are the teams on that again? Uh, Kangdu, Panthera, and um, um, why am I drawing a complete blank on them? And GC Busan. There we go. Like the okay. winners of Apex last season. Yeah. So they basically like got them as a package. And there's like a couple of uh. others where they had like history together. So if you like look at the rosters, and there's like this really super cool spreadsheet that shows the um the rosters for every single team, their coaches, their analysts, their birthdays, I guess. And then like <laughs> it's, it's sort of important to know because there's a few that are under 18 that can't participate yet in stage one. Um ah. so and then then if they have any like social media they put that all in there it's pretty it's pretty interesting and I refer to it all the time because I forget who the hell these people are but um uh they all look the same it'd be a pretty much um <laughs> I don't remember what I was saying we're discussing about the roster saying. size just with the fact that like like for instance so the New York Excelsior have a player named Pine that me and Toxic have said on several occasions that we want to see more oh, um yes. they they usually will play him on a uh King of the Hill map i.e um Ilios 
uh, it's pretty much like the only map I feel like they play him on. Yeah, that's the only map. <laughs> he's just, a, just a disgusting McCree, and there's always a Farah on the other team. Uh, they're like they're the the other teams or the teams typically run a Farah. He's a really good counter for that. On top of the fact that he's a really disgusting McCree, but they only really play him on King of the Hill maps. So they have this guy on their roster that just kind of, you know, sits there and hangs out and practices with the team, but doesn't really get that much playtime. But he specializes so well on these King of the Hill maps and his McCree is so good um, at like that map or just a good pick in general for for King of the Hill that they'll sub him in for that. Right. And like another example of that is... Um... Shadow Burn. He's like a really awesome projectile DPS. So he'll play like Farah and and Genji, that sort of thing. Um, and they'll they'll put him on those maps that they they know that they're going to play that are really good for those characters, like like Ilios or something like that. So um, it, in a way, it's actually um, kind of predictable what they're going to do, and the other team can respond before the game even even starts. They're like, oh. Time was subbing in for Siegel. Okay, so I know what they're likely to run because of that, and so this is what we're going to run in counter of that. So it's pretty interesting. But so that's a really long-winded way of saying that's why they have lots of people on teams. And that actually, that's sense. and it's that's like actually, a real sport. <laughs> yes, Eat and that's dick, actually. Would you say it's like an esport? Ah! Uh, Here's your assholes. That was a good question. No, it was. Yeah, um, it was a really good question. It made me think because I didn't know how to answer. Like, why don't other esports do that? And I don't know. Actually, like that seems like a really good thing to do, especially in Dota, where you have like dozens of characters, right? Wouldn't you want to yeah. have subs that would know that? But I guess they just don't do that because it's the rule set of the tournaments. So I. I don't know. But that's why Blizzard does it. Blizzard does it their own way. And they're kind of modeling it after real sports ball things and stuff. So Puck, puck games. Puck games are better than sports balls. I 100% uh, agree. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, oh, go ahead. Uh, oh, I, 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 one last thing. One uh, last thing. Okay. So that's probably, that's in my opinion why Mayhem isn't doing as well. Because they have no subs. They only have six people. And so their hero pools are very restricted and so they don't have as a lot of flexibility and adaptability as the other teams like when a spitfire has like 12 fucking people so like yeah you want to have more people and then it's not all on just like six people to figure out how to make the freaking team work it's like okay well, we need this so let's throw that player in there okay but <clears> they <throat> did actually yesterday sign zappas from team giganti who is a really excellent zarya player because of the that the free agency period that actually opened up for overwatch league so they did actually get gain a sub what? i don't know how often they can play him and i seen this yesterday and was kind of like take it like i was blown away by it i was like oh okay so they can just sign him and then just yeah because i holes just, like rocket I, with him i literally <laughs> just said like earlier like five minutes ago that they their rosters are locked and uh, that's what i thought was true wow way to way to throw your friend under the bus rocco <laughs> yeah Hello. what the hell <laughs> I uh, mean, she never does that to anybody on this podcast. Uh, you are playing with fire, Missy, because I <laughs> am not, but now I will. <laughs> so in the no. back the back channel, ladies and gentlemen, uh, Courtney is, uh, uh, hey, Courtney, meet the bus. 
Courtney, Courtney sent me a picture of the note she's taking, and she said, and, and it says, "Toxic is amazing." Heart. Courtney has a girl crush on a toxic fatality. We're friends now, in case you didn't know. I have that effect on. It's, the it's official. Yeah, whether or not you agree. You have a choice. That's how I make friends. I just force people to be around me. Why did I, I mean? That's why you gotta do it as an adult. Like, why did I write friends? the number forty-four down? I don't know. What the fuck am I doing? Anyway, um, <laughs> so uh, a question that's been plaguing my mind if, uh, for the Overwatch folk. Um, the, the Overwatch, there's been the two instances of player penalties, uh, and the Overwatch Code of Ethics is this big, mysterious tome. Uh, is there any like logic as to why they're <clears throat> they're not putting it out there, or it's not like like readily available? Like the NFL like Code of Ethics is just kind of like on NFL.com slash Code of Ethics PHP. Um, that's probably not. That was a stupid joke. Thank Air you. Your handbook. Um, so why why is that not there, or is that there? And I'm an idiot. Not to my knowledge, honestly. I don't. Uh, the way that Blizzard does things, they they do what they want. So it's, I don't know. Have you seen it, Toxic? I, I have not actually seen the official player handbook public uh, publicly released. <laughs> Sorry, I'm Googling it and I just saw <laughs> profit flipping out the game. Yeah, it's so great, isn't it? <laughs> Just it's this, really in, this innocent looking Korean kid just He's adorable. Off the Someone make a fanfic of, or not a fanfic, a fanfic of, <laughs> fan art. <laughs> fan uh, art of that. Yeah, I, I don't um, honestly think it's publicly released, like what they can and can't do. I'm looking for it. I mean, the stuff that they've been punished for so far has seemed like common sense. Yeah. Like, maybe don't yell obscenities at the opposite team. Maybe yeah. don't flip off I mean, the camera during a live stream. Yeah, so I think they're bl the Blizzard Code of Conduct is what they're going by, which I did find. But I don't know if there's anything that is specific. Um, I'm assuming there is, because they probably handed this PDF to the coach and the owners mm -hmm. that... For sure, but as far as where it exists online, if it does, I have no idea. Yeah, it's like one hundred, oh, like one hundred percent makes sense why these players are getting disciplined. But yeah, to actually like officially see it, like I know, like in in hockey or something, you'll have like the player safety guy come up and he'll be like, "Uh, this player committed an illegal hit. You can find it in," and he'll just like name off like a chapter in like the handbook, like you have the handbook readily available. But like they don't. <laughs> They don't do that in the Overwatch. Like it's like, yep, XQC's a fucking idiot. Like, okay, ban that guy. <laughs> yeah, and maybe that's something that they could improve later in the season or next in you know further seasons. This is this is literally the infancy of Overwatch League, so we can probably see it. But in Blizzard's code of conduct, their uh, under their communication things, uh, when participating in communication of any kind, chat, voice communication, group finder, you are responsible for how you express yourself. You may not use language that could be offensive or vulgar to others. No discriminatory, obscene, or disruptive language. So I guess fl flipping the bird could be viewed under communication like that. But for XQC's comments, absolutely, this violates communication. Uh, so I'm I'm absolutely never getting in the Overwatch League. Nope. <clears throat> oh, yeah. I mean, I'm, you yeah, should worry about getting good at the game first. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> you, are you T200 yet? Hot take from Josh. Let's not get ahead of ourselves. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. 
and kicking Josh out of the escape call. Yeah. Oh, oh, oh. oh we're going through. Derek's going through a tunnel, Josh. You got to hang up. Are you, are you still alive, Derek? Welfare Josh, check. I'm, here. I'm right here, yeah. Yeah. All right, did you park? <laughs> I'm at home. Oh. oh. Yay. Well, why, you don't, live. why don't you get on your computer? Just oh. sitting in your car. No, I'm, in, I'm inside. I'm wearing. Oh, okay. <laughs> All right. Uh, so, yeah, we've, uh, we, we've completely blown our Overwatch load over the first half hour of this show. Um, <laughs> games we've been playing this last week. I see a few in there. Uh, uh, who's been playing Sea of Thieves? Uh, I have been. Tell us all about that, and where is Adam to 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 completely gush about that that pod or that show or that game? <laughs> Fuck! Fuck! I, I forgot. I forgot Adam went to it. Uh, I um I had a game from the summer, and I didn't realize, but that gave you access to this closed beta that was happening, and uh, convinced a few other folks to give it a download. Uh, it was like so initially. Actually, the first night I was pretty sad because. Uh, you know, it's kind of like we were all chatting about playing this game together. And then I got home kind of late. And so I signed on and I was like, okay, guys, I'm ready. And it turns out you can only play with like three other people at once. And so they were, they were full already. And uh, just, I was kind of disappointed and tried to play solo for a little bit. And it was super fucking boring. Like I played for like 15 minutes and I was like, this is dumb. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but the next night I ended up getting on with uh, three other pirates um and spends like probably three three and a half hours playing it it's a really really interesting game and it's i i feel like it's not a typical game that i'd be super into because and i don't know if it'll be different with the full game versus the beta but you just kind of start in a tavern or something like that no here's what your goal is like it's very very open um like honestly it's something that in that few hours like it's been a long time since i've had such a fun time playing a game um but i think the number one reason for that is just because i was playing with people that i you know am close to and people that i know uh you know again playing it for 15 20 minutes on my own felt super boring i was like what is the point of any of this but when you are doing it as a group and you're trying to like solve these riddles uh as to um finding different chests like a lot of the like the it's kind of a loop that you're playing through or at least in the beta in that you kind of get a mission uh and that could be where you just have to find a certain island and somewhere on that island there's a treasure chest or it could be that you have to you know you get a clue and you have to figure out how to solve that clue to get to the next clue and so on and so on and so on until you find the treasure chest um the full game is supposed to add a bunch of additional like mission types and stuff as well but it's pretty neat like you're in this map you're sailing the seas everyone on the ship has like specific things they need to do because there's no navigation there's no like world map you can just look at at any point like somebody needs to kind of look for landmarks that kind of show where you're going and you know other people need to either raise or lower the sails and in, in terms of uh like making your ship go faster or even turn the sails so that you get more wind uh someone will steer someone like is on the lookout for other ships because the other pirates in this world are also real people and uh you know there's a lot of instances where your ship may be filled with treasure chests and another group of pirates which are all real people might decide that they want to like blow up your ship so that they can steal your treasure and stuff like that. And and it was moments like that, that were like, like solving those riddles with your friends and, you know, deciding that you wanted to go take the ship down. And uh, like all that stuff was the stuff that like really made the game. And it's a, it, the game is absolutely gorgeous. And it's, uh, it, you know, it's got kind of a, almost like a, it's like a cell, cell shaded um, look. And things like the water, like, there's just so many moments in that game where I was like, holy crap, like, no game has ever looked this good in history. Like, it just is so beautiful. 
Um, yeah, and it's something where, because I don't know, I played for like three or four hours, cannot wait to play some more. Like, I was very disappointed when that beta ended. Um, something where I'm really happy it's on the Game Pass uh, when it launches on March 20th, because I don't know how, I don't know how many hours that stuff is going to be fun for. Like, the, Rare had this video where they talk about progression and and what your motives are, and it's a lot about, like, like getting new gear which is all cosmetic and it all does the same thing and um but they did talk about other mission types and other things that were coming to the game or that will be in the full game so it'll be interesting to see when that comes out but for now it was something where it was more fun than i've had in a long time but i don't know how much staying power it has and that's why i'm glad it's something where i don't have to drop 100 bucks on it something where i can just get that subscription you know play with my friends for a month or for two months or whatever and then you know maybe jump back into it from time to time once the uh you know if they if they do add new content but it'll be interesting to see but i i enjoyed it way more than i thought it would yeah that's um what was the most um you said that like the single player was really disappointing what was like the most like were you let down by anything specific um in the single player as opposed to the multiplayer um and what... i mean it, it sorry go ahead no no i was just gonna say um and like what was were you surprised by anything um when you started playing it uh like in terms of uh, as a single player experience it just didn't like it just felt boring like it was you know if i'm playing a game by myself like there's 20 games on my shelf that i haven't put time into that you know have a plot or have a per like you know like just feel like more complete experiences whereas this it was something where playing it single player i was like i don't understand why anyone would play this and then as soon as you jump into multiplayer it's like okay this is like actually pretty awesome so it just seems like it's it's one of those games that is built entirely around the multiplayer experience and you know it's also something where like like i don't know for instance if i didn't know people that were playing it or will potentially be playing it like i am that's gonna jump into like matchmaking to find a team to play with or anything like that. Like, I don't want to talk to people. I don't know. I, I barely want to talk to people I do know. So like, don't fucking text me back. <laughs> it's cause I, it's cause I'm trying to save you money, man. Thank you. Yeah. Bit connect. That was so great. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it's, it's just one of, it's just going to take more time. I think it's, uh, I love what I've seen. Again, I love what I've seen and I love what I've played so far. Once I got into the multiplayer experience, um, how long that's going to stay fun for, I don't know. But there's a lot of games I spent 100 bucks on that I played for like two or three hours and never touched again. So the fact that, you know, I can get a $10 subscription for this and if I put another 10 hours into it, like, that's uh, an insane value for me. So I'm pretty stoked for that. Um, Very, very, very rad. Very, very rad indeed. Uh, is that the only thing you've been playing lately? Hello? Hey, sorry. Is, is that the only thing uh, you've been playing lately? So the only other I put some time into is a PlayStation VR game called The Inpatient uh, launched last week. Um, it's like a horror VR experience by the folks that made the uh, Until Dawn uh, and Until Dawn Rush of Blood. <clears throat> this one kind of acts as, it's said actually in the same universe as Until Dawn, um, long, long before uh, the events of that game. But you are basically playing a patient in like a mental institution um and uh it seems like you you have amnesia you don't have any memories you're trying to kind of figure out what what is going on hours so far i think it's about a three hour experience total um there's it's a really interesting game like like as far as things like graphics go like there aren't a lot of if any psvr games that look better than that like it looks pretty phenomenal uh some things are interesting choices like they it's one of the few games in vr that i've played where you know it's not like floating hands like you you actually you have arms and 
there's times when it's like it feels very immersive and you put your arms out and you just see these actual arms there that are in the exact same position as your arms move along with you and it you know there's there's points where it feels really incredible and but there's also points where it's like you'll be trying to like grab something off a desk and it'll like get stuck or it'll just randomly like remind you of like a spaghetti noodle or something in the way that it contorts to like to, to make it work within the game world and so it, it's an interesting choice because at times it's really immersive and at times it really breaks the immersion more than a floating hand would i would say um <laughs> but yeah it's a great like the story is really interesting it looks really interesting um there was 20 30 minutes in where i like i legitimately like i it, it was like a scary moment i wasn't expecting and i legitimately gasped out loud uh, and like basically punched the headset off of my head because I like freaked the fuck out. And, it was, <laughs> and it's and it's interesting because I like I I really like horror games and VR horror games is something that like I have such a challenge with because it's something where you know things like like the Silent Hill series they just had these such such gripping stories and and they were scary but. It, what you, it was still separate from from you, and it's something where VR games are a whole nother level, and it's it's something that we're with between this and Resident Evil Seven, and um, you know a couple of the other games that have come out, like they are hard to play sometimes, or hard to want to play because they're almost a lot. Sometimes those experiences are not fun because they're just so tense, and yeah, you know, like a lot of us play video games a lot of the time to escape how tense the real world can be and how anxious the real world may make you. And in these VR games, it just fucking amplifies it. And uh, less, I'm less, less we less less we forget the Paranormal Activity game at Comic Con a couple years ago. <laughs> where uh, it's 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 still one of my it's like one of my favorite YouTube videos is watching you freak out and play that. Yeah, also, <laughs> um, Maradon and Toxic. I'll send it to you. It's it's a it's a video of me playing the paranormal activity game on the vive uh losing my shit losing my shit <laughs> i think i would probably poop my pants oh it was it was <laughs> bad like, i have a hard time just watching people play yep. scary games like yep. i can't no. even the people's the, oh go ahead i'm go sorry ahead. i'm sorry no it's fine no 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 you're no. the guest you're the guest in this house <laughs> You're a terrible host. No, I had what Shut I was, up! You're gonna get the shoe again. <laughs> <laughs> All right, the she, she's a little slow, um, and she's crippled. Oh, that's not wrong. It's not invalid. It's invalid. <laughs> Gee, thanks for being an ableist piece of scum today, Shane. I really appreciate it. Happy National RA Awareness Day. Yeah, thanks. Thanks, everybody. <laughs> I wore, hey, I wore blue today. I wore I wore no, I wore my blue suit, my postman blue suit. Okay. Does my hockey jersey count as blue? Yes. Okay. Well, I mean it is. You didn't even know. Does it count as a, yeah. Okay. Like uh oh. Oh, who is that? We lost we lost, we lost digital Derek. Oh, digital no. Derek said deuces. Did he? Oh, 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 oh dignitary Derek. Hey. Uh yeah, I hit the button on my headphones. I hung up by accident. <laughs> Um, so, no, uh, what else have you been playing? Are you talking to me still? Yeah. Yeah. That has been it. Uh, I was, one thing I wanted to mention, big complaint, uh, in the inpatient so far is when you do have the freedom to move, the controls are quite awkward. Um, but you also like, like think of games where you're like, wow, this character walks slow and I wish I could walk faster. Like cut that speed in half. Like your character is the slowest character out of any game I've ever played. And I think so, that's, I think that's partially why they, Excuse me, I got the hiccups. I think that's a potentially why it looks so good. Is it's like you move so slowly that they have an opportunity to load the rest of the level around. <laughs> like, it's the only thing I can think of because a lot of the PlayStation VR games have taken simpler approaches to graphics because it, it it takes a lot of power to do VR, and the PlayStation Four is like a five-year-old console that 
not very powerful. So um, the fact that it can look so good, I was like, what kind of fucking magic is this? And I think it's like, they're like, yeah, we, we wish you could walk faster, but you can't because then the level wouldn't load fast enough or something like that. But that's like, uh, that's almost like the original Silent Hill where they basically they reduced visibility with the fog so that level the rest of the level would load totally, in as yeah, you're walking. Yeah. It, so it, it kind of makes like sense. That, except yeah. you're inside of it. Uh, but yeah, other than that, it's cool. Uh, that is all I've been playing is those two things. And a little bit of Fallout 4, which I talked about a lot on the last episode, so I won't go back into that. Uh, Josh, what have you been playing? You've been playing a lot. You were playing a little uh, Fighters um, in the pre-stream. Yeah, I was playing it. I'm desperate to get the story mode over with because that's the only secret character that i need is the one that you get for beating the story but it's so fucking long and boring that i'm just pretty much playing on autopilot while doing other things at this point including getting the show started <laughs> but yeah um but yeah the game's really really fun uh it's easy to pick up did anybody did anyone else get it or no i, I don't do fighting games oh for sure I will be no. picking it up at some point because arc system works is life I yeah they fighting games <laughs> Like, fundamentally, it's a really, it's a long, you know, you can tell that it's an Arc Systems game just from its fundamental mechanics and all that, but it is yeah. their easiest game to play by a long shot, because, like, the large majority of the combos in the game you could just do by pushing the same button over and over again. But the real depth of the game comes from, like, manipulating the mechanics and trying to manipulate your opponent into doing the things that you want them to do and it's really a lot of fun it's absolutely gorgeous which everybody could probably tell from all the trailers and stuff that have been coming out from the last year and yeah the only mate the only major complaints is that like the story mode's boring like i said and as of right now you can't play with people you actually know which what? is like, the dumbest thing for an art for a fighting game uh it, so you can play with people you don't know yeah, Derek, it's the play, perfect like, game for you <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like you could play ranked match or casual match where it just throws you in the game with someone random, but it's this really weird convoluted, like, the way that the game works is that you're in this lobby and you pick a little, like, miniature character to walk around the lobby with, and for some reason, they try to connect you to the internet as soon as you start the game, even if all you want to do is play a single player mode and so you have to pick so it's already convoluted enough because if you want to play with a friend you have to make sure you're both in the same server and each server can only hold 64 players so it's like you have to essentially call your friend up in real life and be like okay i'm going to be in west coast u.s west coast server three arena number 12 dude like go to that lobby that is like hope that that's hope like that it doesn't fill up old school, in, runes, in the time old school runescape maple story Did anybody else play maple story yeah yeah like years and years, and years yeah ago. it's like hey I'm, I'm i'm in channel 32 it's like oh there you are bro yeah and the funny thing is i think that was something that they just added after the beta because if you remember we talked about it a few weeks ago how the beta was unplayable and kept crashing because there were so many people trying to get into it and on the second day of the beta all of a sudden they had all those lobbies that were divided up into different small servers they're like so hey yeah, so I think they kept that in the main game to prevent the game from getting getting bombarded, but still it's really inconvenient. But then once you're once you're in the game with your actual friend, you have to find them in the in the lobby with all the other characters walking around. And then you have to set up what they call a ring match, which is essentially the type of match that you have to play if you want to play with people that you know. But Every time that you set up those games, I only got it to work once, and from what I could tell online, it's just completely random whether or not it's going to work or not. But every other time that I tried to play with my friends, they would try to join my room, and it would say, room not found, even though 
they're literally in my room and my room says like one of two players or one of eight players or however many but every time someone tries to join it it never works and it just keeps saying like room not found and it's really bizarre that out of all the things that they would have problems with it would be playing with people you know which is like the most basic fundamental thing that you would have for a fighting game i would think but yeah outside of that like the core game and everything is really great but there's a lot of there's still a few kinks that really need to be worked um what yeah, platform outside, are you playing it on uh ps4 ah yeah i heard that pc was having even worse problems and i don't know about xbox i know xbox the beta didn't even work at all for them and i don't know if they fixed the main game or not but how's, i haven't heard any problems how's the animation um while you're playing it because like the trailers and everything look fucking phenomenal but what's it like actually like playing it Do you, is there any animation errors is does it flow well yeah it flows really well i mean the trailers the large the majority of the trailers that i can think of for the most part it focus at least like 50 50 on gameplay so if you're watching the trailers and you felt that most of it was cutscenes, then that goes to show how nice the game looks because so much of the like the cutscenes and the actual gameplay itself they look exactly the same pretty much of course they have like different camera angles and cinema more cinematic presentation on the special scenes and all that but it's all done in the same in-game engine hmm. which if you haven't looked it up if you haven't looked it up this game is based off of the same graphics engine that they use for the newer Guilty Gear games, which look pretty much just as good as this, except with all the without all the fancy like Dragon Ball special effects and stuff. But if you want to look it up real quick, like uh, if you look up the newest Guilty Gear games on PS4, those look fantastic, and those are the first games that they made that look like really. Mm -hmm. I haven't. I used to love the shit out of Guilty Gear. Huh. Yeah, they uh they had made. A few new ones on PS4 with that uses graphic style first. Are we boring you, Courtney? That wasn't me. Oh, damn it! <laughs> <laughs> um, one I, day. I mean, it was it was it was one in one in one in four shot. Um, one in four. One in four. I guess between the four of you, one. Oh. One. Fuck! No, it's five. Damn it! <laughs> and yeah. today we learned that Shane still can't Wait, count. No, 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 four, four, because <laughs> I I knew Josh didn't yawn. So, haha, -ha, I'm right actually. What if I were to say it was me though? Was it you? Kind of. <laughs> <laughs> all right uh what else you been playing um i was playing pretty much all the same stuff from last week all of my little daily missions of star wars battlefront call of street fighter 5 even weirder now that they're coming out and it was it was pretty much like i guess remember how i said last week that the challenges where you had to beat that one challenge four times in four different weeks yeah to get a special costume but i just said it's probably going to get progressively harder as you go and in the final week it's probably going to be really hard and try to drain all your money so we're in the third week right now and it was significantly harder like i got i almost i came fairly close to losing so i'm thinking next week it's just gonna be a giant pain in the um i downloaded my new pokemon that they gave out codes for on pokemon ultra sun and ultra moon and i just found out on the pre-show that it comes with a golden bottle cap which i've been trying for a what year and a half to get what the fuck is a golden bottle cap um so since pretty much since pokemon's been a thing people would spend hours upon hours breeding pokemon to get like the perfect stats perverts so eugenesis the, huh it's the perfect game for nuts oh no we almost made it folks we almost made almost. it Wait, what do you mean what we almost made it a nazi joke you were doing so well today and then you what? had to say one thing that was inflammatory the nazi joke come on the nazis were all about breeding <laughs> and like promoting the master race we're not talking about eugenics on the podcast. Anyway, Josh, golden bottle caps. <laughs> but yeah, so the golden bottle caps are this new item that was introduced in Sun and Moon that you basically use it on a Pokemon and it automatically just gives them the best stats so you don't have to spend hours upon hours breeding anymore. However, the 
way that you're supposed to get it is just from this like random drop that you could do twice a day and it's like a one percent chance of getting it and i've been doing it twice a day on two different games so four essentially four times a day for a year and a half and i finally got my first one the other day and then now they're just handing them out mm. like two days later <laughs> so i mean it's it's cool but it sucks at the same time and then i was playing overwatch which i don't think we i don't think we're too familiar with that game no i've never heard of it tell me yeah. more um <laughs> it's one of blizzard's newest releases hmm. I, I, I hear uh, it, it's going to uh, be one of those those newfangled electronic sporting events. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> Just straight to the point. <laughs> But yeah, and so I just got my free loot boxes. That's pretty much all I do since I don't have a whole lot of time to play anymore. Uh, Mercy got uh -huh. nerfed, but I couldn't really tell the difference, and I don't play Junkrat anyway. So oh, there's a huge difference. <laughs> I just play. I just play on arcade, so I just need to what live long enough. What's wrong with you? I just need to live long enough to. This makes like, me cry. Yeah, I just need to live long enough on like team deathmatch to make sure that my team gets the thirty first turn off and get my first win of the there's, day bonus. There's actually, like teams on deathmatch. Death Great. There's what like a, the one you get one where it's like six v six and you have to get thirty kills. Oh no, I play four. I was playing the four v four. Like, oh. I need to, I need to keep the chances of me winning. Team as, oh, yeah. yeah, team deathmatch. Good as possible. Sorry, so. I forgot that was a real thing because that's like not a part of Overwatch for me. Oh, but, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I don't play competitive because I suck, so I just play, like, the arcade and-, and Play with I, me on my alt account. I don't know if I can. I'm real bad. My or, SR is real I, bad. I used to play comp a lot more, but now that I have less and less time to play, I just usually just throw it on just to get my quick first win of the day XP bonus on arcade, whichever mode for the days available that i think is going to be the fastest to get it in and as soon as i get it we're I'll, all about getting been... it in real quick here it's like you're, you're yes. treating it like a chore instead of like it's the most amazing game on planet earth i well, don't comprehend this it is in my top five well that's because i have so many other most amazing games on the planet to play i've been playing procrastination that's a great game real fun yeah that's where i waste a lot of time I've mastered on that youtube <laughs> I, I'm I'm on this boss right now where I have to read like six chapters in two days. It's I have a midterm next week that I am not ready for. <laughs> yeah. But at least you're ready for Arthritis Awareness Day. <laughs> I mean, every day is Arthritis Awareness Day for me. Thank you, Josh. She's very and well aware. Every day was Arthritis what? Awareness Day for me until my mom died. And then it was like, oh, oh, Josh, fuck me. <laughs> that's it. That's... But yeah, that, that's, all, that's all I played. Wow. God. Saddest fucking podcast we've had in a while. It was so that good at the beginning, quickly. and then we went to Alaska Aces and Mom's. What do you mean it wasn't good at the beginning? We had to start over and redo it. <laughs> Started and off rocky. And then we were talking about Derek crashing his car potentially. I know. I mean, that was people people dying, dying live on stream. Yeah. I, I almost made a Larry Nassar joke. I mean, yeah. Yeah, again, we almost made it today. <laughs> Too soon. I don't. I don't know. His, uh, don't Google either. it. Does someone want to explain it, or am I no, going to have to find out for no. myself? Just, no, I'll, you, I'll tell you later. You late. do it on your own time. Uh, Maradon, what have you been playing besides Overwatch? What's your, um, what's your, your you main Zen, right? Uh, Zarya. Oh. I, I thought you main Zen. Hmm. Um, he's one of the, the characters that I play a lot of, but I, I, like, I, I officially, like, claim Zarya. Hmm. Um, I play a lot of, uh, Zarya um, I haven't played May in a minute, but she used to be like one of my favorites. A lot of Zen and Moira is a lot of fun. Yeah. But but other than Overwatch, um, I've been playing a lot of Final Fantasy XIV. It's kind of my MMO fix. I, oh, dude, what server are you on? Yeah. I am on Hyperion. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I'm I on play it. and everyone abandoned me. Really? Yeah. Yeah. 
I, I love me some uh, some MMOs. I always have at least one active, and I play with my girlfriend a lot. So we play very casually, but that's the way I, I enjoy it. Isn't there a new Final Fantasy VI update that just came out? Uh, yeah, so the new raids that are uh, that were implemented, like the next tier of raiding, is Final Fantasy VI themed. So the very first boss is uh, Ghost Train. Can I haven't played it. Um, I don't believe so. No. Uh, no, that would be nice if like Sabin came in and just kind of did his thing. <laughs> but no, no, it looks pretty cool. I'm gonna do the non-savage mode of it just to to say that I beat the crap out of a train again. <laughs> oh, for sure. And I mean, Kefka's supposed to be in it, right? That's uh, what the yeah, trailer is hyping at least. I believe he is the last um the last boss of that tier. I'm not 100 percent sure yet. I haven't actually even um like updated my game because i usually play it on the weekends now are these raid events are they limited time or no no they're it's um regular um regular content okay because it's see, not going anywhere because i met i was at max level before the Stormblood um update but i pretty much just got max level from grinding that terrible yokai watch event so i don't really know much oh. about actually playing the story yeah i just know how to do fates for 40 hours at a time so that... I, I just did the yokai watch event so i can have my mount that looks like a sperm did you get <laughs> the just, did just you get the glowing one no i didn't no, i'm more of a glowing sperm there meridon i mean radioactive coming i mean that's what, that's what i Bruh. that's what i did i I grinded out to get all of them just so I could get the glowing sperm mount, and it totally wasn't worth it, but just knowing that it was limited meant I just had to ride the sperm. Exactly. Like, I remember I missed, so I played uh, 14 a lot, like, really hard uh, when 2.0 came out. I played a little bit of 1.0 when it was a piece of shit, um, <laughs> and then I played 2.0 pretty pretty hard for a little while and i got burnout and i left for a few months and i missed the Yokai watch event um and then i came back and then i see these people like flying around all over the place on these mounts of like sperm i'm like i must obtain <laughs> must so, obtain sperm yeah yeah so i i now uh i use that as like my default mount it's it's freaking ridiculous yeah that's my favorite too especially since like i said it took me like 60 or 70 hours to grind that sperm out so i'm like <laughs> if i'm gonna spend that much time on it i'm writing it yeah you gotta ride the sperm um other than that um i picked up monster hunter uh, it's my first monster hunter game and i am like severely overwhelmed by information what, in that what, game. What, 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 what console uh i have it for ps4 oh, yes. that's all oh, we're all playing right now oh i've got a friend i've got a friend uh what do you mean you have a friend i got a friend i got it too man what the fuck i've got no. I, <laughs> fuck you, you don't count waiting you to send me my controller so i can play you shouldn't have left it here, bitch. Um, I like it so far. It's pretty cool. <laughs> uh, I started off with the katana, and it was super, super like wonky for me at first. So I'm like, all right. So I switched to uh, sword and shield, and it's so agile, and it's 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 a lot of fun. The, um, the, I'm just the long sword katana was like my main from like way back in the day, um, and I played the 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 beta when it came out and uh, i was like oh yeah okay long sword and it took me a minute but i got got all my old combos back like i i'm i've put 57 minutes into it but i'm <laughs> i've loved every second of it i'm still bitter that we never get tetsaiga here like it's always replaced by some generic sword i thought i could have sworn it, it released over here once no yeah. it never did really it's replaced by some other like generic sword that apparently has better stats than the tetsaiga but i don't give a shit yeah it's yeah 
I mean, Inuyasha was fucking huge over here. Yeah, but then, Mon- but it didn't debut until Monster Hunter 3, and Inuyasha had been done for like five years by then. Fair enough. Other than that, that's all I've been playing. I haven't been, I have not had any time to play games. I've been running around everywhere for like a week and a half, but when Did I you play do, hockey? Yeah, I play on three hockey teams. <laughs> three? <laughs> Get on three? Yeah. Last time it was two, and before that it was one. Oh, I have a roller hockey team I play for and two ice hockey teams. I had my one game tonight. That's why I'm like somehow oh miraculously still up. My blood's still pumping. Oh my god. I can smell you so, from here. Yeah, I definitely stench of death. Who's your favorite NHL team? Uh, the Philadelphia Flyers, followed by the Phoenix Coyotes. I could have guessed that from listening to the uh, Overleague show. Yeah, or Not Arizona most. Coyotes. Yeah. Sorry. Well, who, who do you like? like? New York Rangers or the Boston Bruins. No. And, okay. and the Penguins. Penguins are pretty good, too. I'm I okay like the with Senators. Boston Bruins. The Bruins. So I have a cousin. His name is Ben Thomas. And mm-hmm. he wants to be a goalie. And it's the cutest fucking thing in the world. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> He's like 10. Anyway. Hockey. Are the Oilers still a thing? Yeah, they they're there. Uh, um, oh, <laughs> How about the Cubs though. Hey, it's Ruzu in in the chat says, "Hey, hockey." That's right. Hey, Derek. Yeah, but yeah, that's your, all I've been playing. Derek, who's your favorite Scandinavian um, uh, hockey squad? Hockey squad? Yeah, uh, I don't like hockey at all. Yeah, remember we had this conversation about how Derek's back Canadian because he doesn't like hockey. Uh, I am going to an NHL game in March though because one of my friends scored me some free tickets and there's an NHL team where I live. Yeah. Uh, in, yeah. So that was the so first NHL game in my life. Uh, I haven't got to go to one at all. The so. Vancouver Canucks and someone else. <laughs> You know, you know what's like really it. funny? So all of the Canadians I've ever met in the gaming community, not a single one of them likes hockey. And and and, and I like I'm kind of like I don't know, blown away by What's that like, because I feel it's... like in my day to day life I feel out of place because everybody just talks about hockey constantly and I'm like, yeah. I don't care. I don't care at all. In the U.S., That's... hockey is like complete shit. That's like how it is <laughs> but with fo- with football. Yeah. yeah, I don't care about football. And me either. Uh, so. So I, I I stopped taking notes, but I'm pretty sure we haven't gotten to toxic yet. What have you been playing this last week? Huh? Who? Uh, what, uh, you? Yeah. Me? What video games have you been playing this last week? What did you call me? I said toxic. To- toxic. I heard. I, heard, I did not. I heard, I heard it. something. Yeah, I heard I think like. You got it. cut off. Oh. Oh. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Sorry, I was confused. Yeah. Uh, Overwatch <laughs> is pretty much all consuming. Um, I am pretty much doing that. Um. Yeah, I I'm starting in all women's team that's like masters and above. So I've been like investing my time in that, and then Courtney, you have a goal. <laughs> yeah, can you get thirty five hundred this season? No, bro, <laughs> bro. I had I had to carry her. It took four. I had to carry her to like okay eight hundred. Uh, okay, but how often do I play? Um, whenever I do. And you play a lot more than I do because I, I don't get to play when I'm in school or if I have to sleep for school. I haven't played in, in a grip. And, and I don't play competitive if you're not playing with me. Mm. So so like I'm not sucks. I'm not good. I get really nervous and I I get really anxious about other people. So I don't like to play with people I don't know very well, which is like yeah. I'm getting better about it. But yeah, I'm I'm just not I'm just not very competitive with games, and that's fine for me. <laughs> Toxic, who's who's your main? Uh, I have a few, I guess. I'm sort of uh, switching though. So I did when I was competing in um contenders. I did main support. 
so I did like uh, Mercy and Anna and Zen. Zen's not main support, but you know, whatever. Um, and then now I'm switching my role over to um, tank. So I am pretty much I'm flex tank right now. So like my best flex tanks are Diva and Roadhog. Don't know as much about Zarya, but yeah, I have, my win rate on Diva is insane. It's like eighty nine percent. Don't mean to yeah. brag, but uh, brag. Brag away. Brag away. Um, <laughs> yeah, I, I, need, super... I need both of your opines on my main. Uh, I main Sombra, and I think I have a 73% win weight. Win, win weight. Win weight. Win weight. Win weight. <laughs> win, win weight. Win weight with uh, Sombra. Um, what do you think about uh, how do you Go ahead. How do you play her? Do you play her as like an off healer, or do you play her aggressively? There's uh, like two different play styles for her. Uh, Courtney, what do you think? How do I play? Uh, you do more healy stuff than aggressive stuff, I think. I don't know. You do a lot of harass. You like harass heal a lot. I feel like, like I, I shouldn't have asked you. <laughs> do you play off your health packs? Eat a like, dick. Yes. Uh, do I, you only run one other healer? Uh, yes. Oh. You, you, well, I usually just auto lock Sombra and then just play with whoever gets picked. I thought you were gonna say you auto lock Sombra and hope for the best. I mean, basically. I mean, yes, I am. That's the, exactly. I mean, what he just said. Yeah, it's pretty much better. I am the best, so <laughs> I'm already hoping for me. So. Uh. I mean, if you do the Healy route with Sombra, typically you just do like one other healer and then you just focus on picking up her packs and you build up your ult real quick. And then, it, but if there's like two healers on your team, then you, you're you competing over that ult charge essentially. Because if people are, if there's two healers healing and Sombra isn't going to be getting her health like her the team isn't going to be depending on the health pack as much so she's not going to build her ult as much so the other way to play her is more offensively and i do that have one to defend. i do that one so. it, it, depending on the map um i'm a fucking beast on hanamura both sides and hollywood um i can i can get in your back back lane like that oh. um nice yeah there's been there's been plenty of times where like i've captured point a on hanamura by myself and like pulled everybody off the choke so not to brag yeah you know uh, it's bronze league you know, so it's a <laughs> you know back capping even happens in overwatch league like uh gladiators went against london spitfire preseason and gladiators were just up on uh, horizon lunar colony like uh just you know whatever and there was a tracer and a sombra back capping and gladiators didn't respond they got like a whole tick off of that which is absolutely oh. devastating Especially in, they in ended that. up losing that, but I just thought it was funny because they were the caster or the uh, spectator was watching from the somber point of view, and they were like expecting like someone to respond, and like you could just see them like, oh, we're getting this for free. Okay, that's weird. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love Philly that. Fusion did it last night too, and I was pissed. What? Against Dallas, they like got off the point and let yeah, Dallas. Still won against Dallas. They still kick their ass. They still, names, yeah, like but... super hard. Yeah, Dallas is not good right now. Mm. Um, I think that's it. But... Is, that, is that everything? No. Yeah. Oh, what'd you forget? You said you were playing the procrastination game. <laughs> yeah, that was a joke. That wasn't actually what I've been playing. Ah, see, I paid attention this time, and you, you, you bamboozled me. Skyrim. You just didn't get my joke. Mm. No, I actually haven't played Skyrim. Um. I haven't touched it in, in like since the last time we recorded. No, I got a, a new mobile game because I've been trying to find stuff that I can play while I try and waste my ridiculously long lunch break at school um, since I don't have my Switch yet, so I can't find my husband. Um, but I did find a free game on the Android store called One Bit Rogue that's pretty fun. It's just like a little top-down, walk-around, kill some enemies, get some gear game. Um, 
it's a little sticky to actually play because it says it should have like a directional pad on your screen that you use, but there's no directional pad that actually shows up on the screen. So you have to kind of just use one of your thumbs to direct the character around, but it doesn't always respond properly. So I got through eight levels without dying, which is amazing for me because I'm bad at video games and then had to stop because I had to go back to class. But it's pretty fun. I'll probably play it some more and see how far I can make it go. It didn't seem to have like any kind of settings either, which I thought was kind of strange, but it is a free game. And then you I played Overwatch by myself. Play Overwatch with me. Um, okay. Uh, you know what's a really fun game on mobile? Is Dancing Line. Have you heard of it? No. Yeah. I think it's free to an extent. Like, it's probably one of those, like, microtransactions. Yeah. But basically, you can... Um, it's it's interesting because it uses visu- visual audio clues. So Ooh. basically, you're a line. And if you tap, tap the screen, it'll change direction. So, um... And then you're supposed to like try and avoid all of these obstacles, and you're doing it to this to the like beat of a song. So it's oh, visually, yeah, it's like visually like moving around to the song. It's just really cool. I, I think where it comes in with the microtransactions is that you can only you will die because some of the oh. levels are kind of hard, um, and you have to start over from the checkpoint or something. You can only do that so many times before you have to like buy more lives or like purchase mm-hmm. the full thing or whatever so but it's still pretty i mean pretty fun. i downloaded it just now oh. if you like that game you might like crypt of the necro dancer for peace i love crypt of the necro dancer See? I that. we'll be friends it's fine yeah. <laughs> good you can take you can take her off my life. hands there's so much bonding happening right now yeah I stream, um yeah there's a community that i'm in called ganymede's girls um and we did an extra life event and yeah i streamed that for that and we're we're a we're a it was during halloween so i wore my halloween costume nice yeah it's fun is there anything else we want to talk about news anything news of the week uh i was excited to see not that i play overwatch but i thinking about playing overwatch (laughs) should uh owned it once and then i play with me and i traded it in but uh play with me get it for pc Uh, he doesn't have a pc the fuck he doesn't even have like a computer or did or are you using a macbook no, but I thought he got rid of it. He sold it. I'm How do you mostly, live? I'm, uh, I mostly just use an iPad Pro for everything. Oh. How do you live? Uh, <laughs> I, uh, very, very, very portably. And, uh, <laughs> I'm very sad. With great battery life. But uh, the Xbox One X enhanced patch for over for Overwatch came out this week. Uh, yeah. So you can play it at four, in four, full 4K, uh, which is kind of a kick I'm on right now since I just got an Xbox One X. So cool. like three or four hours from now. I won't be able to resist because everything that's fucking got an enhanced patch, I'm like, okay, I'll buy that too. Like, okay, I'll buy that too. <laughs> I got like, ten sealed games in front of me. Uh, but yeah, I was pretty excited to see that because it made it more interesting. I wish that Sony would get on this whole cross-platform play thing because everybody is fragmented across different platforms and that stuff. Yeah. Uh, yeah, there's really no like news from my end. There was a really depressing story about the well, not I mean, never mind. Uh, yeah, I guess that's it. Is that that's it? That's it. Oh my god! Having you two there on was a blast. Oh my god. See, cross promotion does work, Matt Kelly. Speaking of pro- speaking <laughs> of cross promotion, yeah. Uh, two of the hosts of this podcast are also on another podcast. It's called the Double Countout Podcast, and it's about wrestling. So 
you like wrestling and if you like horror movie night and geekscape games it's kind of a mashup of all of those things except without the horror or the video games or the the, the casual racism there's no I mean, I, there's, we're also three, trying to push that episodes out in. the episodes have been coming out every, on the same day every week uh, <laughs> so we beat the geekscape games record for uh, consistency and there's not been any racism yet it's been great yes i don't like that yet <laughs> yeah, the, only, the only reason why there's a yet is because we're talking about wrestling though <laughs> not, to, not, be, not from us oh like god that's a highlight um like the, the racism is a highlight <laughs> yeah you haven't reached our level um <laughs> wasn't that xavier wood sex tape wasn't he like really racist in that wasn't that, that was what? hulk hogan you're totally that different, that different, hogan. Completely different people <laughs> across, across like tape. across like five years worth of information <laughs> like the xavier woods thing was last year the hulk hogan thing was like five years ago uh. there's a whole gawker case around it no, that, but, but the racism. Who is the racist one? Hulk Hogan. That's Hulk why Hogan. he was suing him, pretty much. Oh. Good job. Huh. Anyway, so that was uh, level 141 of the Geeky Games podcast. Thank you so much for listening, joining in. We have the, the special incestuous edition of the Geekscape Games no. podcast. As always, you can find us on geekscape.net, on Twitter at Geekscape Games. I'm on Twitter at Shane O'Hare, SSJ, and on gaming platforms, Walter Chips, pound1725. On battle.net, and that's chips with two P's. Miss Courtney Dossett? Uh, you can find me on Twitter at AK Geeky Girl, and everywhere else I should be Geeky Girl AK. If you can't find me, tweet me. No one ever does. And Miss Toxic Fatality. Hey, you can find me on Twitter at A Toxic Fatality. I also stream um sometimes <laughs> i'm relaunching <laughs> my uh my channel this this month feel free um, to use the geekscape tv twitch platform nobody you probably have more subs than us so uh we can. well anyway <laughs> <laughs> twitch.tv slash toxic fatality for that um yeah also tweet me no one tweets me i'm so lonely love me please <laughs> <laughs> and miss derek cranavelt miss derek <laughs> Sorry, I forgot to unmute. Uh, <laughs> the consummate on professional. Twitter and, uh, fuck, what did I say already? <laughs> D. Cranavelt on Twitter, Captain K17 across gaming platforms. I was going to say I'm tired, but some of you guys, it's like 3 a.m., so yeah, uh, that's no excuse. And Miss Maradon. Uh, you can find me at the McGaming on Twitter. Um, also, twitch.tv slash Gaming. I've been bitching about this. Uh, it's a thing that I need to do. I need to get a damn Windows disc so I can start streaming game. But once that happens, Win- I will be Windows uh, doing that. discs? Yeah, yeah. But for what? Uh, I have a new hard drive. My hard drive is shitting the bed. Why do, you, why do you need Windows discs? Um, yeah, because what's the, the computer? <laughs> yeah, the uh, the uh, USB drives that they have now that have Windows preloaded on them are just utter hot garbage. No, just just go to. Are you on Windows Ten? Unfortunately, just 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 go to the Windows website and they'll make you. Uh, you can download the ISO and it'll make you a bootable thumbstick. You use any thumbstick in your inventory. You don't have to hunt down a disc. I do it constantly. You'll be you'll be you'll be Gucci fam. Lady Gucci. Lady Gucci. Well, I, I definitely constantly. should try this. Like you're just yeah. you're just like making weekly ISO like bootable drives. Why are you doing it so often? Um, he has a collection. Yeah. So actually there's this amazing piece of software called the Windows Service Updater Offline and it will download and archive all of the updates for whatever iteration of Windows, including Office, all the Defender properties, all the security rollups. So I keep a nice little archive for Windows 7. It doesn't, it doesn't sound like a waste of time at all. And then I keep another little archive <laughs> for Windows 10. 
And uh, so, like, whenever it's like, hey, it's been a few weeks since I've DJed, just go update the Windows 7 archive and update my DJ laptop. Or, like, when my, my dad, you know, is away for months and he's like, hey, come over and update my computer. I just plug that in and bing, bang, boom, just like Columbine, it's all updated. No. Stop Whoa, knowing. I had cousins in Columbine, yo. Well, now you're. Yeah. It's okay. They're, they're okay. They're they're alive. Jesus Christ! As you evil laugh. Uh, hey, Josh, I mean, where can we find you? Please you tell us. Find, you can find me at Inu Joshua just about everywhere, including Twitter, where Courtney should have gotten a tweet. I did. I also I tweeted. I tweeted both of you back. Yay! We're a happy Twitter family now. Where did my phone go? I just had it. I don't know. But yeah, I'm at Inu Joshua. Is that like a play on words for Inu Yasha? <laughs> hey, look, she figured it out in the first episode, not the hundredth. <laughs> okay. oh, fuck. Wait, uh, Jane didn't get that? No, don't you remember? It was like ep episode like one. Oh, yeah, because I give you so much shit. Yeah. What kind of weeb are you? The the one who oh. lost his virginity. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Carlos is in the chat. Hi, Carlos. Shout out to Hi. Geekscape hey. alum uh, at Angry Bananas. I love that uh, Carlos emotes. We need to we need to do that. Yeah. Play Monster Hunter. Yeah, it's Monster Hunter. People now. Let's do it. Yeah. Yes. Oh, I also got it. All right, we'll see you guys back here next week. Bye, everybody. Bye. 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 Uh, to my ears, that doesn't sound too bad.